ACH Quest. And welcome back to another episode of BH Quest, where we quest for the best VHS. <laughs> where we quest for the best VHS. I'm here, Ben. We got Mike and Nick. Hey guys. Hi, Nick. How you guys doing? Great. Doing good. And then we have a special guest. You may recognize his voice from a previous episode, Mr. Andrew Peru. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrew, for hopping back on with us. Now, is that actually your last name, or are you in Peru right now? I was born and have always been in a building called Peru in uh, Wisconsin. No. My last name is just Peru. It's uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm not from Peru, and nothing to it, really. Uh, I so would you consider yourself like a Peru dude, like a per a per per dude? Per dude. <laughs> Did you go to Purdue? <laughs> I haven't been to Purdue. Andrew Peru, who went to Purdue, it sounds like a limerick. He likes to peruse the VHS tapes. There you go. I like that. Mikey likes a lot of perusing and all kinds of uh, yeah different uh medium <laughs> oh cool i mean guys it's been a pretty long time since we've gotten together um our audience probably has been wondering where we've been to i mean it's just been a little bit i know that we've all been busy so i'm really happy to have everybody here again uh super pumped to have you on again andrew as well Thank um, you. it's i know it's been kind of crazy it's past couple months uh how's everybody doing anything y'all been up to anything new Dude, shit's fucking kicking back off. Um, as you know, Nick Dudley and Ben Scott, my two co-hosts, me, Mr. Mikey Graves, I am on the east side of Washington State. And there is a difference because I've had a lot of people, I play in a lot of bands, and I've had quite a few bands from the west side hit me up to be like, can I play shows? So I will give an update to any of our listeners. Shows are happening on the east side of Washington, but things are moving a little bit slower on the west side. There's more people, obviously. So things are things are picking back up. I will say, you guys, we got the bins back, the Goodwill bins, the only place that sells tapes, aside from the Value Village or the mom-and-pop thrift stores, which don't put them out as much unless you're lucky and you find some hole in the wall way the fuck off the beaten path. Seems like places but, have taken TVs and VCRs out a lot too. Like they don't put those out as much. They, they don't. They don't. They don't put the old CRTs out hardly at all anymore. Well, it's kind of upsetting. I mean, the we've all seen the trajectory. Anybody listening, legitimately, has seen the trajectory within their own town. Is where you have to get lucky to find that hole in the wall. Which I will say, we are coming back together. Here we are, fucking VH Quest. But I will say uh, a lot of this has been like finally getting back to just the basics of thrifting again. Finding some tapes here and there. I do have a stack to share with you guys. But I will say from my perspective, Mr. Spicy Mikey Graves over here in Spokane, things are coming back, baby. I'm stoked on it. Ben, what's up with you, my dude? Uh, well, I guess it, you know in Seattle, and uh, Nick can attest to, things are going a little slower, which is 
good because we do have a lot of people in Seattle, but I feel like the pace over here is still like on a pretty good trajectory. Um, and I feel like everybody's kind of been generally been pretty respectful and, you know, some of the, some of the things that are opening up more, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like in a, in a weird place, but my, as Mike was saying too, that, you know, that there's not a lot of tapes at Goodwill's and the bins opened up. I think in Seattle, at least Nick, you were saying before mm -hmm. we were recording that you found some tapes in a good a goodwill here as well. I, I also, so I didn't go thrifting um, cause I still don't necessarily like going to, um, to a lot of to places with a lot of people. Um, that's just me though. Uh, I, you know, I have the, I just have like a fear. Yeah. But, um, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did actually come across some tapes, which I will tell that story in just a little bit, which I'm pretty excited about. But Nick, you were saying that you had went to a Goodwill, the, the main one in Seattle, anybody who lives here, it's the Dearborn Goodwill. Um, and they had tapes, is that right? Yeah, a lot of them. And I, I just put a picture on my story and some somebody from somewhere else in the US uh, messaged me and said, man, I would kill to see a selection like that in my thrift stores where I live. He said, it's dry where I live. So I'm not sure where that was, but we do have some here in Seattle. Well, and, and uh, we went to a Goodwill in um i think it was port angeles because uh me and my partner we, we kind of did a couple little day trips to different places and in port angeles which is kind of a shitty town uh but we went to their goodwill and there was no tapes it had the signs that were like tapes 50 cents or whatever but there was nothing there at all mm. and andrew remind me again where you're located uh portland oregon and portland, uh, oregon. how yeah. is the how's the scene down there um man it's okay well i can't lie i just got a, a bag of some good tapes there are some solid uh like spots to get tapes here um there's this one shop called the variety shop for example and they have a lot of records and cds and stuff like that and dvds and blu-rays but like in the whole back half of their store there's like um you start to see the VHSs. They have some more choice hand-picked ones kind of like in the front, but there's this whole other room in the back that you can see through like a, like chicken wire and stuff like from when you walk in. And if you go back there, it's literally like from floor to ceiling, like you walk in a little maze to get through the different kind of spots. And it's just like all, all usually common titles, but they're all a dollar a piece. And um, you literally can just like, you can go, they're alphabetical. And you can like, if you're looking for anything semi-common, you can usually grab it. And a lot of times every once in a while you can find like a not so common yeah in there so it's great well andrew i will say like uh one of our previous guests which i will give a shout out to uh especially if we have any listeners in washington state and i know you're in you're in oregon but uh we have one of our one of our previous guests rewind time 1984 he our buddy d he has his own vendor mall here in spokane he has people coming from Oregon, from California, hmm. to Spokane specifically to check out his spot because he's one of the only guys who has found enough doubles and enough triples of shit. That when, you can go to his vendor mall, and if you're an early starting collector, you can get literally any – like, if you're an early collector, his vendor mall alone, like his tape selections, his the movies he puts out are already, like, pre-curated at – to a degree that you're picking up like if you're an early collector of tapes like perfect perfect setup like you can walk out of that place 
he charges maybe five bucks for like, you know, I mean, obviously like we thrifting, we thrifting. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm bad. talking, dude, I'm talking five bucks for John Carpenter's The Thing, dude. Okay, that's, I'm talking that's five nice. bucks. For, I'm talking five bucks for a copy of Phantasm, dog. Yeah, like, I would pay ten for that. Yeah. Maybe I know. Fine. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, he is literally having people, like, these are things that we find as collectors. This is this whole podcast, like, BH Quest. Like, we find the shit, but, like, we don't really have, like, if you own it, like, you always, obviously want to find the oldest copy, like, the initial, like, marketing release of it. Everyone's but, it's like books. You gotta find the first edition. Usually. Yeah, but if you're just in it for that movie, he's finding movies, like, that are just, you know, double, triple fucking release, like mass credit. Um, so he, his name is Rewind Time 1984. He's in a vendor mall called Famous Joe's in the Spokane Valley. To any of our listeners, if you're in Spokane, hit up these shop. Five fuck, three bucks, five bucks. You're going to get some fucking, you're going to walk away with easily like 10 tapes. But that's what's up. Like okay. People that, like us, that are like, you know, if you can vendor your shit, if you can find those doubles, those triples, which, by the way, I'm stoked to fucking do this tape share, baby. This is where we're fucking opening up the episode. But let me fucking talk tape, baby. This is, uh, yeah, I, I got to fucking deliver some news to you dudes. So, all right, I'm going to start with this first one, this top of the stack. Oh, the this tape got, share. That's what you're saying. We got Heart of Midnight. Oh, that looks good. Okay, we got. <laughs> I, love this I actually know nothing about this movie, but I'm gonna, in an announcer's voice, just read the. Uh... At midnight, the line between love and lust disappears, and terror stalks the innocent. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds amazing. You guys, sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, second one. Uh, Goodwill bins find. That one I've been looking for. I don't have that. Is that a full moon? Ooh, Furtada, dude. Fucking Shadow Down. And Shadow Down. Not Shadow Down. Shadow Bone? Shadow Down. Shadow Bone. Here we go. On the dark. Oh, wait. On the dark side of dreams, a new terror takes shape. Shadow Zone. This movie looks sick because it's got that fucking. The voice fit this one better, too. Dude, I'm Shadow Down in the voice. Shadow Dome. <laughs> that sounds like a weird. Let me know story. how that is, Mike. That that's when I yeah. want to watch. Is that? Wait, hold on. Can you tell me? Is that a full moon uh, release? Um, it is a. It let's see. Like no, dude, it's actually weirdly like this. Oh yeah, it is full moon. Ah, I call it. And it, was distribu- it was distributed yeah, by Paramount. Paramount, weirdly, but. Yeah, it's a, it's a full moon, baby. Do that full, full moon. moon. You gotta, you gotta give me a shout out to the the after the after the movie program. What do they call that? Movie Zone or something like that? Or I don't really know. But all the full that. moons have amazing after after the movie content, and I have. All right, so I'm gonna drop a couple. I'm gonna drop a couple fucking real talk. Just fucking. This is okay. So this is what fucking VH Quest is all about. Sometimes you gotta buy those tapes. You gotta revisit some flicks. So I'm going to start it off with uh, this guy. Uh, Juana Man. Juana Man. Yeah. yeah. We, we, talked that. we talked about that in previous episodes. I think yeah. we did. I think we did. I don't think I watched it the previous episode. Or maybe I started it, but I just rewatched it. And yeah, I, I will say, 
not worth it. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. Um, also, easy Boy. find, easy score. Classic. True Lies, Schwarzenegger, baby. This movie, I might hang on to. I've gotten rid of it. I've owned it and gotten rid of it a million times. So any, yeah. Anybody who's looking for True Lies, it's right there. Now, these funny. are all from the bins, Mike? From the bins? Uh, these are all bin finds, for sure. Cool. Uh, this one was great. Pretty good condition. I'm probably going to hang on to it. Oh, classic. Saving Silverman. Silverman. Saving, Saving Silverman. Silverman still holds up, baby. Still what happened to Amanda Peet though. and Jason Biggs? That's like the movie of all the actors that just disappeared. Like Amanda Peet, Jason Biggs, and that funny guy, Zach. Oh, no, you're talking fucking Steve Zahn, baby? Steve Zahn, yeah. Love that guy. He's around. Steve Zahn's the best, dude. Well, and Jack, Jack Black is still around. Yeah, I will say that uh, fucking uh, Jason Biggs, not the best actor, in my opinion, but, you know. Dude, you don't like his performance in American Pie, dude? Like, that was, like, Oscar-worthy. Oh, man. This might not be the first time that movie comes up. And we'll the only time that movie comes up. Probably okay, uh, the only time that we'll talk about American Pie ever. And now it might not be, actually, during this episode. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's I've, got, I've, got, I've got two more for you guys before we move on, before we keep doing tape talk early on. But this yeah, movie I found actually a few months ago, and I forgot to mention it on the podcast. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But, Ben, you and I are very much advocate. Like, we love to collect specifically PSA-type movies, whether it's fucking Satanic Panic, uh, you know, the perils of trick or treating on Halloween, yeah. Devil in Disguise, the hell of Harry it, Potter. <laughs> so I found this tape a few months ago, and I apologize to our listeners if I have mentioned this, but I've actually seen clips of this before. It's the first time I found it, and I'm actually going to hold on to it because it's hilarious, and it's all about Christian masturbation it is the best uh so this movie is called uh every every young man's battle (laughs) and it's all about this dude who rides a crotch rocket and it's got these fucking dudes and uh wait here hold on i'll do the announcer voice americans (laughs) americans are spending 220 million a year on pornography, on pornographic <laughs> websites alone, are you losing the battle? <laughs> so, that's what's up, dude. Every, that's how I, I try to get to you. Shit. Talking about how it's too expensive, dude. Like this for it? Tape, this that's a tape, whole different thing, dude. It is fucking fun, dude. It's like rough because it's all these dudes who are like. I just can't deal with not masturbating, but they're all <laughs> really ugly, and I'm like, dude, get used to it, dude. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> but can you digitize that? Do you have the ability to digitize? I'm that? gonna need that. I'm gonna need yeah. that. Can you please. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure to send it to the Instagram. We'll get people involved. I don't think you guys right, understand. Sorry, I'm gonna need that. I am losing. We need the, the entire movie now. <laughs> Like Andrew is losing the battle. He needs to paying two hundred million a year for poor I really brother. I, I got he's American. Paying that much two billion a year actually. These are very simple hands. 
<laughs> the only thing you're going to need to lube up is your mind with God, brother. Um, all right. Thank so I, so Yo, as far as binds, I already own this box set. It's a three-fur. It's a fucking awesome three-fur. I've only found it once, and I found the exact same one that I own. But, dudes, this is my favorite find of the fucking two weeks or however long we've gone since we've done this podcast. But check this bitch out. I'm stoked. Wicked to do. Mel Gibson, triple feature. Mad Max, one through three, baby. That's great. That's, great. That's a good box set right there. That's what's wow, up. I've never seen that. My second one, I, I own two of these fucking things now, <laughs> so you guys got to hit me up before I sell this fucking bitch. All right, I'm done talking tapes. Who's up next? Let's go, Ben. What do you get? All right, so, I so again, I have not been thrifting at stores, but... I got a job recently at a grocery store in Seattle. Anybody who lives here, it's called QFC. Uh, it's just like a, a big grocery <laughs> a little, store. Little store. Yeah, just a little grocery store in Seattle, just a tiny little one. Sweet. But, so I was helping an old lady out to her car with her groceries. And I popped the trunk Whoa. open. And inside is a huge box full of VHS tapes. Wow. What? And and I, you know, just me, me just I was trying to be nice, but like, oh, like, that's cool. You have VHS tapes. Like, you know, I, I collect VHS tapes. And, and she looked at me and she was like, do you have your car around here? Do you want them? And I was like, absolutely, I do. And I happened to have my keys in my pocket and my car was like three spots down. And oh she, she literally was like, I'm bringing these to Goodwill right now. That's do you amazing. want them? And I was like, oh absolutely, I do. Dude, did you, you get like fucking seven copies of Twister or what, dog? So, okay, so a lot <laughs> of got the all tape, the faces of death. Every single face <laughs> of death. This, this 90-year-old woman. <laughs> but so I, a lot of them in there were just kind of like, you know, run-of-your-mill tapes that mm-hmm. she was probably just like from uh, her son or, or even, you know, just whatever, like giving away to the her. Armageddon but, and stuff or what? Yeah, yeah. Like, Arm- like Notting Hill. Well, like Army Notting of Darkness. Love Fucking There were a couple. I have not put these in yet, but there were a couple that I, that I see that are very interesting. The first one is from Golden Book Video, and oh. it is called mask battle of the giants oh hell yeah awesome. uh nick you know what that is yeah i know exactly what that is i have seen this twice an australian yeah. invent i can't do the voice that mike can do but <laughs> it says over 40 minutes of entertainment fueled by the classic conflict of good and evil uh, it? it's australian film um it's also a lot of it Part they two. apparently made toys out of it from kenner yeah. and parker toys it has a great theme song too Ooh. How's it go? Mass Crusaders working overtime, solving crime, or fighting crime, something. Do they get time and a half? Sorry? Do they get time and a half from working overtime? <laughs> it's hazard, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got hazard pay. Nope, they do it all, it's all for, the, for the honor. But it's the Battle of Giants and the Battle for Baja. I don't necessarily know Two episodes. what that means. Two yeah, they had to protect um, America. Uh, I also got that. To battle from ABC <laughs> uh, from ABC video feature films for families, which this has you know the parents guide on the back of tapes that have like the questions that you can ask your kids afterwards. Um, this one's called Space Camp. 
Oh we my god, my, one of my favorite movies we of all time. That. We watched that together, Andrew and I. Oh Andrew god. showed that to me. Childhood, That's a great movie. Staple, it's got the guy from amazing. The OC you haven't in seen it. it? Ben, you haven't I seen, know, seen real it. Real talk, oh my Band god. Sucks Have you been out on a rock or what? I feel like you need to watch all these movies you're showing us right now. First of all, I have never heard of seeing any of these movies. Things I have two questions about you for this movie. Yes. Well, not questions. One of them is uh, Andy, the the main female, like kind of like uh, like parental figure in that movie. She is Steven Spielberg's wife. Um, I'm pretty sure he fell in love with her. Uh, she's one of Indiana Jones's uh, from Temple of Doom, his love interest. And I think they might have fallen in love on that film. Uh, second, um, Leaf Phoenix. He's in the cast. Um, that's a surprise for you. Oh wow. And you realize who that is. Damn, okay. So I'll have to put this in. That sounds sick. It's so good. It's, I love it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not like, I mean, I don't know. You know, Mike says it sucks ass. Because it actually fucking sucks ass. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. That's fine. I don't it's, know if that's supposed to be good, but I'm going to just say like how it. a lot of people say Mac and me sucks ass. I mean, I think they're horribly I wrong. So I, yeah, well, actually, you know what, dude? <laughs> Let me just tell you guys, Mac and me sucks ass. Dude, Space Camp licks ass, dude. Okay. Come on. So, <laughs> so the next one I found, I don't necessarily know. I, I don't even know what it is, but it's called Air Boss. No air, dude, fucking lay that fucker on the camera, dog. I want to see this cover, dude. That looks cool. I just love that that old lady had this movie. This one yeah. seems is one of my favorites that I found. It is from uh, Destination Films. And the cover of it is like kind of upside down, but kind of not. And it's embossed as well. It's embossed oh, movie. Fast. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. I remember when that. Yeah, came so out. That's I, a stab. Come on. You can see the you can see the emboss on there. That's very much in the era of like uh, Dusk Till Dawn, kind of like go. probably going to be um, mimicking yeah. Robert Rodriguez style. Dude, that's oh, okay. That's a good. I've never seen that that's in a good the store. Dude. And then yeah. I love how it's upside down. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, I love that. The, it's just the bats. Like this yeah. isn't upside down, but I mean, like this is how the tape like goes ass. in. You know. Yeah. Um, and then on it, so it's a it's a movie from Safeway, <laughs> and it must be returned oh, by six p.m. six o'clock p.m. <laughs> you gotta love being able to rent movies at the at the fucking Safeway yeah. back then. Yeah. I actually so I had somebody I had someone come into the QFC asking if we rented movies. That's great. Not not so much uh, on years. You did tell them you collect VHS and they took you out to their car. <laughs> like, oh, in that case, <laughs> they were like, they were asking, they're like, do you rent VHS of the queef fart section? <laughs> <laughs> and then not like not any kind of crazy find or anything like that. But I just love that she also had a copy of Shaft. <laughs> oh hell yeah! So, I just love that this was it. There was what's the price on that? What's the price? I'm sorry. It's five ninety nine previewed nice. at Safeway. <laughs> well. I would love it. I would love if you like re looked at it and you're like, actually, wait, it was five hundred and ninety nine dollars. <laughs> uh, I mean, Samuel There's probably, I mean, there were a handful of other ones. Like it was a big, it was a pretty big box, and it's just been, it's yeah, and uh, I just love that it was just this old lady who. And she, I, she literally, I was like, oh, I collect VHS. And she looked at me straight and she was like, do you, is your car around here? Do you want it? <laughs> like, well, you're not getting mine. <laughs> I, like, I can see her. She's like, will you, she was stoked that she didn't have to go to Goodwill. She, that, that was exactly it. She was like, she said that you're saving me a trip. 
yeah, she was just like, hell yeah, I gotta go home. Nice man. So those are my finds. More power to it. Nick Dudley, what the fuck you've been finding recently? I just found that copy of my own private Idaho Goodwill that I was pretty happy about. Wait, is it your own? My, it's my own private copy of Idaho now. Wow. Wow. I, I own it. Yeah, I, I can watch it anytime I want. You own your own no, private own <laughs> yeah. copy. Well, it's going to be my own pri- private copy of my own private Idaho. Because yeah, you want it, don't you? Well, we'll talk copy. about that. It's another discussion. I'll and uh, other than that, just been getting some horror and some, oh, I got some wizard video, big boxes. You know, just the usual. What the fuck? What do you think of anything? That's like what people want to hear about, Nick. You go on about those big. Yeah, boxes. what the fuck, Doc? The wizards. A couple midnight videos. Feel, well, okay, on, I'm a little. Gotta, okay, while you're talking about those. I'll so, Nick, right so Nick, you you've been doing the collecting, dude. You've been finding some fucking jams, dude. Rocket wants. I to find some that. things. Also, to to our listeners out there as well, we will make sure that we post pictures of all these tapes because it's one thing hearing about them, but it's another. Yeah, you gotta see like, the art. You gotta see the cover. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Andrew, it looks like you just yep. grabbed some tapes. What do you What do you got? Okay, so unfortunately, I, I went down looking for a couple that I really wanted to show off, but I might have to uh, just describe them to you, and I will definitely send you the photos after the fact, so you can post them. Um, but so I have found some stuff in the wild, and I have actually just randomly while watching, like kind of about the making of movies on YouTube or whatever. Somehow. I'll get tipped off to a movie where I'm like, that sounds interesting. I'll look it up on eBay. And if it's cheap, I'll just snag it. Um, one of those, I think the one that I kind of want to recommend the most right now is uh, this one called, and this is why I want pre- per- uh, my own private Idaho so badly from Nick. This one's called a uh, permanent record. And it, you can't wait. Oh, hold on. I can't use my phone for light, but I'm going to use my lightsaber here. So you'll see a very young, uh, Keanu Reeves there. Oh, hey, can I ask you, is this the same movie with Keanu Reeves and fucking Kiefer Sutherland? No. Or am I thinking of another one? I think, actually, you know what? I'm fucking up. There's a movie that has the same age Keanu. It's called fucking Brotherhood of Justice. And it's That's the same the movie, age no. Keanu. They, they were in all these fucking weird scrapper fucking high school movies. But I've never yeah, seen Permanent like- Record. Okay, so yeah, Keanu, he, I actually watched another one when I bought this one and I was waiting for it to come in the mail. I was like, man, what else was Keanu in that I haven't heard of? And I had, didn't, uh, there was this one called The Prince of Pennsylvania or something like that. And he was like, funny that you say scrapper. It starts out with him just walking around a junkyard. He's just this kooky, like, like kind of high school dropout guy. But anyway, he always played this young, weird character. But in this one, he's, he's playing it pretty straight. Um, it's kind of hard to talk about this movie without like spoiling it. But the spoilers are on the front and they're on the trailer. So I don't know. I kind of want to read the back to you really quick. Yeah. Give us your best announcer voice. Let's go. No. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll just do my own kind of spin on it. Okay. Okay. David Sinclair has it all. He's the most popular guy in high school. His, he's, he's a promising songwriter. He has a nice car and a pretty girlfriend. And one night during the biggest party of the year, David kills himself. Permanent Record is a powerful moving story about the people David leaves behind, those who shared his dreams and are left to dream alone. 
So that got dark. Yeah. Drama. Reeves plays his best friend. Um, they're in a band, and it's like one of those after school specials about like your friend commits suicide. Like, how do you carry on? You know, or your son or your whatever. It's like, it's just, it's it's a hard hitting kind of like like kind of just like after school special like kind of teen or just not teen just like family drama kind of thing and um it's made okay uh joe strummer from uh the clash does the does the soundtrack and um it's filmed completely in portland oregon which i appreciate because i live here like kind of, uh, in and around portland oregon so that's really cool came out in uh i don't know i want to say yeah 88 um and i recommend it it's a good one uh i think reeves gives I mean, everyone loves him, not necessarily because he's a good actor, because he's just a lovable guy. But I will say that, like, he gives his most powerful performance I've ever seen in this movie. And he fucking, I got choked up from his performance on this one scene. So um, this actually um, is a kind of a loophole that I found recently. So um, basically, I went to this, uh, it was like a swap meet with my girlfriend and she was like oh yeah there's sometimes there's vhs tapes there but it's mostly closed i don't think you'd be into it and i was like well you know i'll go with you it sounds cool whatever and i went with her and i got really high and there was all these young hip kids they were just selling like you know akira sweatshirts for like 500 it was like insane but they were all dressed up like looking so cool with their like vintage like coolish like clothing uh and the, the, so there was a very few Dude, yo, that that had VHS tapes. fucking fleek dog dude there were very few tapes that had VHS tapes or rude tables that had VHS tapes. But the thing <laughs> is, the, ta- the tapes were kind of cool. Like I got, so right off the bat, I saw um, like this uh, drugstore cowboy, which is like, I, I bought it. It was like, it was, it was like three bucks or something like that. Um, they're willing to haggle too, because they don't really know. The funny thing is these guys don't really know about VHS tape. They just kind of threw them in there to kind of, I don't know, to look cool or whatever. So that's the nice thing of the loopholes, because like, People that want VHS aren't going to these places because they know they mostly don't have VHS. But the VHS that are there, no one else is looking for that's there. They're all looking for clothing and they don't know like what to sell it for. They're just like, oh, this is just kind of something I threw out. Um, so I got... Uh, for the list. For the yeah, and so it's a good loophole. So I ended up getting um, a Nine Inch Nails box set he, uh, of like what it's like just really this really kind of weird... I wish I had it here, but it's just... It just it, there's no like advertising on it. It's just all like rust and different kind of like you know like textures and then you pull out the tapes and, and it's like a very nice box set and i ended up watching it and i'm not like a huge nine inch nails fan but i watched it last night actually and then one of them's like a live show it's they're both from like 1994 like 95 like uh and then the other one's like all their collection of music videos and um i didn't really that was probably right around the time he did the soundtrack to quake too it's, it's around the time he was he was working on uh compiling the uh, soundtrack to Natural Born Killers because I know that he kind of like arranged that. It's music from the movie. But also, um, cool. there's a video in there that takes place in the, the, the house where the Manson murders happened. Like, because he actually ended up uh, fucking crazy ass Trent Reznor uh, for his second album, Downward Spiral. He just rented the Tate estate, the mansion where, she was, where they were mur- murdered. And he set up the his Tate studio house, there yeah. and he made the entire, recorded the entire album in that house. What? The, um, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's insane. And also, I was reading about it, and uh, I guess her sister, like, one time spoke with him, and she was like, did you, did you just do that to, like, kind of, like, kind of, uh, 
wants to exploit my sister's like you know kind of murder basically and then he said like you know no i just i guess i kind of always was interested in like you know uh like pop culture folklore and stuff like that and like you know but it definitely is yeah, like he did he did say that he was like i he there was like an interview and he it was like in rolling stone or something and then he said after that i thought about like what if it was my sister that was like murder there and he was like man fuck charles manson and he went home and just like he said he like cried about it that night and like just like got out of the house and it was like the mall shortly after um but interesting he also said the first night he spent in the house was absolutely terrifying um anyway getting off topic here the, the nine inch nails tape was awesome and i got it for like four or five bucks uh, and i'm sure it's like worth more than that i also got a o-type negative which i already gave to a friend uh which is like a popular band and like it was like a tape that i've seen go for very expensive i got that for like three or four bucks um i got uh clockwork orange a couple other random stuff but it was like i was like oh man i got a nice little haul there uh, and then i went to that store i was talking about variety shop the other day and uh i just got like some classics kind of like just some old standby stuff that I grew up with. Um, so speaking of standbys, the first thing I had to grab, I think it was like a couple bucks was the stands. I mean, it's a double tape and um, it's a Stephen King. If you haven't seen it, it's like the beginning is intriguing and then it gets really bad towards the end, but it's fun. Um, you know, just some kind of like rap, it was like a dollar a piece. So just stuff that I kind of wanted to watch like Thin Red Line, Aaron Smellick film. Yeah. You know, he's classic. Uh, Platoon, I just I, I just got this the other day, but, like, this is a Vestron. So I was just like, oh, oh Vestron Platoon. Vestron. I don't like that. The cover always made me, like, it's like G.I. Joe's. I got this big box of uh, Dennis Hopper in this movie called Tracks. Huh. And uh, I got the, like... That's cool. Anyway, um, it's awful. Basically, he just, he comes out, he's going back from the man, he's on this and he's just like hallucinating the entire time and it, it's just they're trying to be a psychic it's like a, I don't know psychedelic movie or something psychedelic like okay no um psychological thriller kind of thing where he's like always like just having these things that aren't, aren't happening but uh I got some really kind of cringy ones I got swordfish and go mm, I go? love go I have go yeah go is yeah. such a good movie fun movie just fun movies that I just kind of got um I grabbed a couple oh got this one i didn't even know they made a tape of it but it's called 9 11 and uh um <laughs> uh, and it's literally i thought it was just an oliver stone film oh, but yeah. it's not it's actually um something that i've seen on youtube uh these two french brothers basically were doing a documentary in new york of just like a firehouse and like just a new recruit and kind of just like the day-to-day -day. and this is like literally a month or two before 9 11 they just decided to start doing this documentary. They came to America and they started doing a documentary about a fire station in New York City. Are you serious? The like this date? So this dates before the actual like fucking yes. collapse. Yes. It starts before 9/11 because they they literally went there to do. They were like, oh, let's go do a documentary about a fire station in New York City. And then this is like a couple months. They started doing it a couple months before 9/11. Then they Inside were like, side job, baby. <laughs> Well, it's really cool because you literally see, like, like it leading up to, and then they literally go out with them that morning. They do a couple of, like, kind of random things that morning before all the shit goes down, and then the shit goes down, and the brothers get split up, and they get two separate perspectives, and they also don't know if each other are alive the entire time. So they're just, like, filming and just going. It's just this marathon. It's just, like, incredibly emotional and incredible. Um, so, yeah. 
I also got Casino. I think I get getting on that double tape thing for a dollar. You gotta get it. Yeah. Um, double uh, tape, dude. I didn't know that they came out with a double tape or not. This one looked fun. Homicide. I just like the cover. Um, you got <laughs> you got this guy that you've seen in a million things from the nineties, but you can't like put your finger on what his name is. His name is Joe Montag Montagna. Uh, there's a couple other here, but like you know, let's just get this thing. Let's just get the show on the road. That that's what I picked I know. up recently. And dude, honestly, we can, we I might have like, to edit. I'm... Andrew, I might have to edit slightly. Oh, absolutely. No. Okay, we should edit that. I was trying really hard to like figure out what fuck. Uh, what my roommate, I just want to give a shout out. Uh, they gave me this tape, but I cannot for the life of me. Can you guys read whatever that fucking says right there? <laughs> gel tube video. Gel tube. Oh, that's, that's gel tube. tube. That's a big yeah. Yeah. It's bootleg backwards. Gel tube is bootleg. Yeah, gel tube's cool. Hereditary. Pretty sick yeah, gel tube. Nice. Hereditary. Hereditary. That's awesome. Good flick. Yeah, it's a it's good uh, gel tube. Gel tube is actually bootleg spelled backwards. Oh shit, that's good. Nice, oh. nice. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. We just we went through our fucking roster, dude. We found some fucking tapes. Tell us what you have in store for us, because I know that you got some fucking games for us playing. I know a lot of the listeners won't know what's okay. going on. Either. Sure. I mean, uh, last yeah. time I was here, uh, I feel like we had some really like nice flowing conversation and it felt like we could have honestly talked about any of those topics for as long as we wanted to. So um, today I just thought we could just really just stretch our legs out and just kind of address some more fun topics. So I have a, a series of fun just talking points and then a game that we can play once those talking points are uh, expended. All right, for the first topic of the night, I'd like to ask you guys, um, uh, those movies that you put out and um, you're basically just kind of like, maybe you have a group of friends over or maybe you're like have a lady over or, you know, whatever, like, and you just, it comes that time when it's like, okay, it's time, time to throw a tape on and you put something on and within 20 minutes of putting it on, you're, you ask yourself, why did I think it was a good idea to put this on? Like, I'm saying, you, it's, it's like, it's an awkward movie that, like, you know it's only going to get worse. And uh, it's just a terrible situation. And, and for some reason, I found myself in that kind of, like, death loop where I'm like, should I, should I recommend that we turn this off? Should I say, like, you know, we could watch something else? I just want to know your guys' experiences, you know? Like, I mean, I, I found myself in this situation, but I can't think of a definitive one in my mind that I was like, fuck, that one time I did that, you know, like, um, but I know maybe you guys have something like that for me. So. All right. Well, I'm just going to say, I'm going to start mm -hmm. this fucking thing out. Ben, you can go next. Nick, you're up after Ben. I'm going to start this fucking thing out because I do have a tape, and this is weird. I mean, I know to certain listeners, if you're listening to this tape, or listening to this recording, um, this specific tape I've brought up before, but every time I've ever found it, I've smashed it into pieces. I don't <laughs> want to own this tape. And it's wild because there might be actually some value to it at this point, but the only movie I've ever shown to people, and usually it starts with people kind of laughing and being like, <laughs> okay. But then immediately they decide, like, okay, this is not working. And immediately everybody's uncomfortable is cool as ice. Ice tea. Or vanilla ice, not ice tea. That's a different person. Is that a movie or, like, a, a music? Wait, what? 
cool as ice is vanilla ice it starts with him in a, in a nightclub and then it's and then it immediately segues to him driving his crotch rockets into like a rural area oh it's a, like a and, yellow bike is he on yeah the yeah i see that I, I swear to God, like, every time I found it, I will watch it. I'll try to get people involved to be like, hey, man, I found Cool as Ice. I've seen this movie before, but I will legitimately, every time I find that movie on VHS, I will get a group of people and be like, look what I found. And then I'll try and get people to watch it with me. Usually nobody makes it through the entirety of it. But every time I've ever pulled that tape out of a VCR... I'll put it back in its case. I'll call it its coffin. And then I fucking stomp the tape into pieces and then I throw it in the garbage. And I found that tape easily five times. And I've done this with multiple groups. And usually, and well, I might be a monster because I know certain people are like, oh, that tape's great. That movie sucks ass, dude. It's, it's, you know, I like to say Super Mario Bros. sucks ass. But this specific movie is so bad that if I ever find it, and I know certain people, especially in the fucking stupid tape collecting world we live in, are like, I need that movie. That movie is garbage. And every time I found it, which is fucking five times now, I've stomped it into pieces and thrown it away. I've only made it all the way through twice out of the five times I've stomped it. Usually, I get no further than 20 minutes than people every human I have in the room walks away and then I pull it out and I stop it to death like a fucking cockroach. I gotta see it. I, I have some trivia about that movie, Mike, that I just read. Gwyneth Paltrow almost took the role of Kathy until her father advised her against it. That was a good call on his part. Good call on his part, that's for sure. All right, Ben, you're up. All right, Movies. so... So I don't, I don't remember the title of it. I just had to confer with Mackenzie for a second about, about my, what it was. Um, but it was a couple, couple years ago. I found a haul of like 600 tapes from somebody in Auburn, uh, Washington, from Craigslist. And there were a, a couple – we were kind of popping in tapes, and there was this movie where – and I'm, man, I'm just trying to remember what it was called. I don't at all. I don't even think I have it anymore. But it was like, there was like a storyline to it, but essentially it was like a porno, but not, but like extremely soft core, like almost like a titillating porno. (laughs) And there was like this scene where like, for no reason, like this girl's boobs were just kind of out. And, and it was like this rich guy and they were in Florida and there was like this like gratuitous sex scene that wasn't sexy. And man, I'm so okay. That's I just had to confer again with Mackenzie. But apparently, so so this guy is cheating on his wife with this girl, and when his wife finds out, I, he like goes to I guess kill the the other girl by pushing her down a hill and there's this scene where it like it felt it was way too long of a scene where this girl is falling down this hill and her butt is just (laughs) like out the entire time so every time that she falls like 
just her ass is just like in the picture just for no reason for zero reason and i and, i mean i know the reason and well yeah we all know the reason but fun to look at i guess but, but, i guess i don't but like it was just <laughs> ben, ben, ben can i stop you for a second do you not know the name of this movie no i don't i i do not okay perfect so when this episode comes out to any of our listeners Please, fuck I feel like there's someone out here that is like driving off the road or just pissed off because they're like, I know that movie. That's it's my screaming at the Dude, somebody knows that, this movie. Dog. That, give them as many the, details as you can. Give well, them as many details as you can. So that's can. about the, that's the number of details. Well, because that's when we turned it off. Because and Mackenzie oh, okay. thought it was hilarious. She thought it was funny, and I was extremely uncomfortable watching this like movie. <laughs> like just putting like we were just putting in like you know like random tapes to see what they were, and then it was like this tape that okay. was just it was the most soft core, like titillating porn. And so if anybody out there, which this has happened before in a previous episode where one of our friends, Rob, was talking about a tape and somebody on Instagram messaged us or posted a a comment saying that they knew what tape it was. So if anybody out there knows, if there's this old guy there in Florida, he's cheating on his wife with this girl and and then he pushes the girl down the hill. And it, it feels, to me, felt like 20 minutes, but I get maybe not of her just like falling down this hill with her butt. that scene in Hot Rod? So, yeah, it was a lot like that scene, actually. So if anybody <laughs> yeah. out there knows, that, that is the tape that, it was funny because it wasn't, it wasn't like. What the era? What era was this movie from? Uh, I don't know, probably like the, the 80s. Okay. okay. M- maybe 90s. Um, but it was one of those tapes that it wasn't even like, it was just like a random tape when we were going through that after about 20 minutes, I was like, I, I, I can't, can't keep watching this. <laughs> so anybody out there, that would be great. Mr. Dudley, um, let's hear about your fucking tape. Mine is, uh, the movie Possession. This Where'd tape is not a first or second date pick. However, it was my pick for, I think, a second date. And, uh. I just remember it being good. I remember it having a supernatural element and I love those kind of movies. And we watched Possession with Sam Neill <laughs> and uh, I forgot Ooh. the uh, gratuitous um, domestic abuse scenes that just keep happening. <laughs> um, very uncomfortable. Yeah, he's freaking out and she's acting crazy and they're stabbing each other. It's like <laughs> yeah. crazy. <laughs> I apologize. I turned it off halfway. I was like, I'm sorry. I felt really, it's just like, what in the hell is that? I was like, I. Who'd you I watch that with? <laughs> Sam, actually. Sam? Oh, my Nick. God. <laughs> so, she, but but it ended halfway. She kept dating. Yep, and she well, stayed well, with me. So. What then? It's not well, the worst so, movie to put on, I guess. <laughs> Mackenzie is sitting <laughs> behind me. She's like listening while we're talking. And she. I look behind and she is trying so hard to not laugh because Nick, the last time that you were over, you definitely told us about this movie. It's a romantic comedy. It's a rom-com. After my, after my like gratuitous titillating. Diva at the end. <laughs> so Nick had this horrible experience. Then he goes around telling like couples to watch it. That's what you're saying. I will say, I just, I just moved into a new house here in Spokane and uh, we have a blackboard, like a chalkboard. And everybody was like, put your movie up for the week. And I put on Possession. And I watched it with both my roommates. And they both were like, 
No. <laughs> it, got shut off. it got shut off within fucking 12 minutes. Wow. But a lot of people, it's a slow burn, and it's really hard to get people to get invested in that fucking film. Maybe watch it alone so you don't have any shame. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. The guest oh, of man. honor. What's your answer? All right. I've been sitting here trying to think about, like, what I'm going to say for this. Because, um, like I said, I mean, I have a lot of topics here, and I don't necessarily have great <laughs> uh, answers for all of them. But I will say there was a couple times, um, just list off, rattle off a few. I remember I put on Antichrist Burger with friends one time, and one of them to this day, to this day, like says that she went, she literally went home crying and couldn't stop crying. And I was like, I, I honestly don't even remember doing this. And she, and I was like, she was like, you remember when you made us all watch Antichrist? I'm like, no. And she's like, well, you did, and it ruined my life. I will sometimes like revisit shit, and I'm like, what am I doing to myself? Like, <laughs> this is too much. I can't do yeah. this. Uh, so the two movies that I have that uh, were like that, I one of them was called um, it's a series of movies actually someone tried to get it for me one time and he had some dank tapes and I was like yeah I'll totally trade you this tape for like a couple of really good ones and unfortunately I never was able to meet up with this guy but he had an amazing collection I could have gotten something good but um, it's called King of the Witches and uh, it's just like, this guy who basically puts like metal over like kind of like weird creepy like snuffy scenes from I don't know where you find them. maybe they're music videos or maybe they're movies but like um they're very like it was uncomfortable for me to watch like even with my roommate and I was like I super fuck? visceral just gnar yeah and I, mean, I could tell it wasn't like real but it was like really awkward just like kind of violent like kind of sexual just like rapey stuff in black and white and I was like it was over metal like death metal and I was like who the fuck made this uh Ben you didn't hear this but it, it was like this tape uh, that I found called King of the Witches, and it was a series of tapes, and it had, like, weird stickers all over it, and, like, uh, someone in the, the VHS community here knew about this guy and these tapes that he put out, and he actually wanted the tape. He was like, I'm like, I've been collecting those, and I was like, well, he actually had some dank tapes. I knew he always, like, sold them for a good deal, so I was like, well, I'll totally come trade it for some, like, something that I actually want in my collection, because um, it was like, you know, I like weird stuff. I like depraved stuff, but this was just, like, bottom of the barrel like rock bottom just like made you feel like shitty inside um so that was one thing i put on that i was like why did i do this and then i got another tape i don't even know where i got it but it was called like pranks or something like that it had this yellow it was like wild this pranks or something like that and it was a series of um (laughs) like characters like real people who like were entertainers but like they're entertaining styles were like incredibly and it was super like vhs gorilla like you know someone put this together on like a vhs kind of like rudimentary editing system but um it was these like this kind of gallery of like different people that were entertainers one of them he literally just would go up and um basically like do these explosions like fireworks and stuff but then like pull out like guns that weren't real but like try to scare people into thinking that he was gonna like shoot them and stuff like that that was his prank what? and then the other guy was like this and i was just like what the fuck is this you know, and I, yeah, and I had to watch the rest of the tape, obviously. Oh, like, yeah. how, cra- how crazy is this going to get? But, like, I honestly, I haven't, like, taken that. I, like, put it on the top of my shelf, on the top of my shelf, like, where it, like, dips down. And you, like, it, like it's, like, covered in dust, and I haven't, like, touched it. It's not on my shelf. It's just, like, hidden, you know, like. And um, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it, but it's, like, this haunted tape that I have. And it's, like, what the fuck was that all about? <laughs> Wish I didn't. Why, like, why did I think it was okay to put that? a good idea to put that tape on for myself. I don't know. So that, I will end that topic. I feel like this is kind of, <laughs> kind of crappy. 
but Dude, uh, straight up, man, you get, we could all go so fucking deep into that fucking gutter. So let's end it. <laughs> yeah. What else? You? Let's just completely like um, turn this around with something kind of like light and a fun question here. Um, let's see. How about movies we uh, movies we touched ourselves to? Okay, now that we just had like, you know, a depraved, like we kind of got dark there, we're going to go ahead and turn it around and just focus on a happier topic. And I'd like you guys to tell me about uh, the first movies, like if there were any, like tapes, like, you know, we didn't really, for me, before I had access to porn, like I, there was like, you know, I would see a movie that would, you know, make me feel a certain way. And, uh, you know, I would like to know what the first movies that we all touched ourselves to. I mean, I will say like, it gets kind of perverted for me, like, because I, I like to think back to, like, like when you're a kid, like, you see titties and shit. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I was in a Hastings, or no, I was in a Barnes & Noble, and for whatever reason, they had, like, hustlers and shit at reachable distance for a perv like me as a child. Like, I found, like, a hustler and just, like, was looking at fucking some chick stuff and, like, basically, like, what's up, doc? That shit fucking scarred me um <laughs> movies that i jerked off to easily i guess what i was getting what i was getting into is that it was probably jessica rabbit but also um good one i think it's kim basinger right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in cool world cool world what oh my god dude uh speaking of my cool god world. dude cool world was like my first like <laughs> okay, so that was the first movie. So, Cool World, Mike, was the first movie. That's the answer to that question. The answer was yours? No, it's actually not. So, because it actually does end up becoming into the real world, not the cool world. Those were the first movies that I was like popping fat chubs too <laughs> the first movie that i like officially like beat the fuck off to 100 percent was phoebe fucking kate's dude fucking fast times. uh dude fast times dude oh, fast that was the first time I ever masturbated. Like, I feel fast like that movie that movie set up every young man if you if your dad was cool enough to be like, check it out, it's a great movie. If your dad was cool enough to set you up, he was basically setting you up to be like, you're gonna masturbate to the same. Like I don't think I don't think you can actually derail. Like if you're a father and you're like watch Fast Times, you're and you give that to a 14 year old, you're asking them to masturbate to that movie. <laughs> Am I wrong? I, I okay. Well, you guys are gonna crucify me, but I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. Andrew, I'm on the same. No, Andrew, I'm on the same boat. I haven't seen the movie either. So. I think this is a good topic too. What movies like should we be slapped for not seeing? And this is one of them. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I I gotta. Well, there's never been a time, you know, where like, I, I guess I don't know. Fast Times is not necessarily a movie that I'm like. I don't like Sean Penn for me. Let's sit down and and watch Fast Times. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I I have an answer here. And it's also, well, so I'll start off just with my answer, which, so it was American Pie Bandcamp. Oh, God, wow. 
Isn't this funny how I said that wasn't the, the last time we were going to hear about American Pie earlier? I know. I was talking for yeah, myself, but I was speaking for you too. Yeah, you were. No, you were. <laughs> and so, but the, the thing about it though was it, it wasn't necessarily American Pie Bandcamp. It was the TBS version what? of American Pie Bandcamp. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you know, I was a little bit of a late bloomer, I guess you could say too. Uh, and then, you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily know exactly what I was doing. You know, I had a pillow and that's yeah. about it. And <laughs> so, it, <laughs> but it was definitely American Pie Bandcamp and it definitely was because, and I feel like, I feel like if I would have seen the whole thing at that point that it, I wouldn't have actually like jerked off to it. I think it was the fact that they didn't show. And so yeah. like young me was like, that's so a situation. in it and like was like oh my god ben i will say with american pie especially band camp they double if not triple down on the horniness so it's mm-hmm. all this just horn talk well i mean, it, I mean and we're talking instruments with horns as well but it legitimately when you watch if you rewatch band camp specifically it's just horny talk and it makes and then you see all this tension between other people. I think that's where, like, if you watch for an perspective, you're like, just fuck them already. But then in your mind, you're like, I want to fuck everything, too, because all these people want to. Mike, I'm so glad you brought that up, because now I want to ask you, Ben, about it. I didn't think about this before. I want to know the specifics of this situation, because it was obviously all situational. It wasn't visual. It was, like, the idea of what was happening in the scene. So can you please walk us through, like, what got these gears going you know what i mean like well so very erotic man and so i mean again this was so long ago but (laughs) there was definitely like um the scene with allison hannigan there was like the group shower like the camp shower and it was about the same time that i was going to christian camp Mm, okay because i was going to spring hill yeah i was like in sixth grade fifth or sixth grade i was going to like this christian camp so i think that i think that wasn't necessarily certain scenes i think it was just the fact that I was like going to Christian camp. You can role play with this. Sixth grade. I, I love, I also, just side note, I love that my partner's sitting right behind me. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's I like try not to laugh. Are you but, guys uh, at Christian camp right now? But <laughs> it was just the fact that like, I was at, uh, I was at Christian camp for a lot of those summers. And then, and I was with like, you know, it was with like my youth group. And so there was like a lot of like the girls that like I had crushes on at that point. Right. It was a, it was a co-ed camp. The what? Yeah, it was a co, it was a co-ed camp, but like different, you know, obviously it was Christian camp. So it was different. Different cabins. You guys kids are worse. Opposite sides of the camp. I mean, maybe, well, cause there were like high school. I'm, I'm, I, there's gotta, I, I would put money down that there was at least one hookup. Yeah. Dude, you were fucking strong on the hill, dude. <laughs> so I think that I think it was just the fact that like this band camp aspect where I was, man, Mackenzie, I'm so sorry, she's sitting right behind me. But it was just like the, the fact that I was going to like this Christian camp with all of these these girls I had crushes on or, or a couple girls or whatever oh, that I had crushes okay. on. I and then yeah, that, yeah, that going into see, this so. band camp. Where you know we know who you have a crush on now, so it's okay. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it was. I mean, I don't even know. Don't Mackenzie, even you're welcome for these these, these 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 little. Hey, Mackenzie, why don't you tell us your? No, we're gonna. No, we're not gonna. <laughs> yeah, bring it in. No, let's go. no. So, anyways, no, no. 
Come on. So anyways, that that was Andrew. That was that was the reason why. And then there was specifically, I remember there was like a group shower scene, and I think that may have been the scene that me and the pillow had a really intimate connection. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, but I think overall it was, and that's, and that's why I think it was the fact that since it was on TBS and there wasn't actually like any nudity or anything like that, that, cause like, I don't, I don't really, I mean, and this might not be the very first, this is just in my memory. Yeah, no, it's fine. Doesn't Obviously. Yeah. Like memory wise, but that was definitely the situation behind it was like the, um, the, the fantasy aspect of it. Co-eds for me, imagination has always been the imagine. Imagining it has always been more for me than like the actual. Anyway, I like that answer. Thank you. You want to, Nick? You want to go next? Yeah, mine were uh, heavy metal. Yep, and that was my first boobs that I saw. It sure. scrambled on Showtime yeah, after. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, anything with Jennifer Connelly, really, uh, career opportunities mm. or labyrinth, really. Um, those have probably been the two. I would great. say, dude. See, here's the deal, man. Jennifer Conley, also, fucking Phoebe Cates, same person. Who's that? <laughs> They're top tier, dude. I'll have to look her up. Is it she from Fast Times? Sorry, I'm out. Yeah, I guess. I, again, I haven't seen Fast Times either, so I don't necessarily okay. know. But okay, I guess I'll just go ahead and yeah. Andrew, call you're myself next. up. Here, um, so yeah, mine were. I can. There's two that come to mind. Um, I will say uh, honorable mention for heavy metal. Uh, like I said, that was the first boobs that I saw. But it was like after eleven o'clock when like it goes into the nighttime content, the like adult content, and like the the channel scrambles unless you pay for it. And for some reason, the heavy metal was up for that. And I remember it scrambles, but like back in the '90s, like you could still like turn to the channel and kind of like make out the image like through these like waves. And uh, I could make out like kind of like warped boobs and stuff, and, and they, were, they were animated. But I was just like, <laughs> "Okay, that's a boob. That's a boob for sure." You know. And um, me and my friend were just like, "Yep, that those are boobs." And um, let alone like we didn't have any idea how awesome that movie was because we hadn't. Anyway, so the heavy metal. Um, now I don't know which came first. I'm gonna say the more um, pathetic one first because it's more fun that way. Um, but I remember like this one's not even good. It's not a good movie. No one's seen it. It, it wasn't a good it wasn't even a sexy scene it was just like i had no access to porn as a kid and i think my mom had rented the movie called the muse it's like the most boring stupid like no one remembers it but it had sharon stone in it and i think like some other deadbeat actors but it was like a 90s like i don't even know like comedy like adult boring comedy let's put it in that uh, that no one remembers and there's a scene where like she like runs a, like she like her, her boob is exposed to the screen for like one second, a few frames. And I remember I was just like, I think I was in like just the like, the, the, the highest like throes of my like uh, adolescence, like horniness. And I was just like, I think I just, she we were, I was watching the movie with my mom. And then like later on, I took that tape and I went downstairs and I was like, there was a boob in this movie. Like it was so quick, but I saw it, you know? And I remember just like going in slow motion and having to keep rewinding it. And it was this big ordeal, but I did successfully touched myself to that movie um it was not something not my proudest moment but after that i learned i, I totally stepped up my game um and uh american pie strikes again uh the first one um i had a massive fucking crush on shannon elizabeth she's a terrible actress but i thought she was so hot she was the foreign exchange student and there is a scene where yes she does get totally naked 
Um, her boobs are out, and like it's a scene where, like, you know, she has a huge crush on them the whole time. And I'm like, you know, he had a crush on some other per- like less hot girl in the movie. Yeah, I actually ended up taking a blank tape, hooking up two VCRs, recording that scene, and I might have even like thrown it up a couple times in a row so I didn't have to rewind it. Shan <laughs> Elizabeth is woo, dude. The crazy thing is that was the pinnacle of her her career. Like she she was in a couple of movies after that, like some shitty movie called I Know Them All because I rented them all, hoping that I'd see like I could yeah. relive. Yeah. I was chasing the dragon of American Pie, but I bought or I rented Dish Dogs with uh, Sean Astin and Matthew Lillard um, and Shannon Elizabeth. And it's no, dude, not I've a had good conversations movie. with multiple people, and it is just. Chasing the dragon, man. I I feel yeah, you. Yeah, she was in a, she was in a movie called Tomcats with uh, and she was in Scary Movie One. I know. I, I think I, that might be her whole filmography. And I and then she just didn't really have you know she wasn't a good actress as I said, but she was just I you know I'll never forget. She's all she'll always be Nadia to me, the foreign exchange student. So uh, that I just want to like kind of tap my like my folder against the desk like like Larry King. <laughs> that is that for that topic there, boys. Um, Andrew, can I, I want to go then, just because I think this, for me, circles back around to a topic okay. that you mentioned earlier, which sure. was first boob. Yeah. Which, first boob. Uh, which you, you mentioned. So I like going, I think it'd be good to go from a first movie jacked off to, to first boob. Because, yeah, and I, I, I like to go first, my first boob, I, so... I think it may have been across the universe, but. <laughs> well, but what was that movie? Where was the movie? It was, that very, movie? It was very, it was very small and very short. Who's just? Uh, and it was like the scene where they're all like uh, in the circle. Oh, in the bus. In yeah, the bus. yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. So, but when I was when earlier when I was trying to think about the first movie I had uh, jerked off to, I think that uh. I. Because we got, man, I went to a friend's house who had, who had like, uh, like HBO or had like cable or something like that. And maybe it wasn't my first boob, but we watched, funny enough, we watched American Pie regular, first one. And I'm pretty sure that Nadia was actually my first boob. (laughs) Hallelujah. Just to bring it all back around, I think like American Pie in this episode has oh, become that intellectual it was a standard for so many of us. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure because because I, I remember the scene, you know, it's and you know they have the webcam going and everything, and because I, I, know. I my friend Kevin's house, we watched Family Guy for the first time there as well, and I I don't remember why, but that movie or that show also got me horned up, I guess, and <laughs> which is sad, sad, very sad. No, I know, very sad. But I'm pretty sure that my first, like, official boob um, was – because Across the Universe didn't come out until 2007 and 2000. I remember I was, like, in seventh or eighth grade. And yeah. American Pie was, was bef- way, way before that. And I, I just remember me and my friend sitting on the couch, and that scene happens where she takes off her shirt, and both of us were just like, oh. <laughs> like, in yeah. just awe of, like, what that – you know, and maybe, you know – at one yeah. point, I may have like Googled boobs like on my computer at some like we all do. And then we, like, that's like the first thing that you search as like an adolescent. Probably boobs. Dog. It's just boob. Yeah. Probably boob. Yeah, you just Google 
I mean, the safe search is on, so you don't even know, but you just Google boobs and you figure yeah, out. Maybe two, one or two. One will do, but two will be. One will do, do, but two is cool, you know. You, dude. But I, I, I believe, you know, just since we've been, you know, that's the full circle right there for American Pie. So it's jerked off with Van Camp, but the first boob, because it wasn't the TBS version, was straight American Pie. Oh, jeez, yeah, and. God bless that. God, God bless that. that. God bless that. <laughs> All right, Nick, first boob. Oh, yeah, I think mine was um, probably either heavy metal or uh, Starship Troopers. So wait, heavy metal first, that, but I found them at the same time. Was that like an animated boob? Mm-hmm. Animated boob. So does that yeah, count? As, so that counts as first boob then? Oh, absolutely. Those are wonderful, oh. boring <laughs> boobs. It might. Well. See, all, I'm all out of whack because, like, even though, we all like, saw Titanic I, too. There's boobs in that. See, I had yeah, TBS version of Titanic though. Oh God, mm. man, dude, I'm I'm oh, talking. I had 19 channels, man, and one of them was TBS, and I watched that. How do they put that movie like that? Man, your fucking trajectory is whack, baby. You got that fucking TNT fucking straight premium package. Fill the boobs. Fill your boobs. My boobs. Yeah. I got y'all motherfuckers beat, though. Okay, so should I give you my real life experience or just no, a movie? first movie boob? I don't want to hear. Come on, wait, Jeff hold on. Can I give you guys? I'm gonna give you guys the first real life, and then I'm gonna bring no, it back. No, no, no. That's for that's no. nothing for us. You don't care about your first real life boob. What's your Correct. first movie boob? So my first <laughs> real life boob was arm your mom. It, it totally <laughs> it was <laughs> to my mom. Totally the second one kid from when I was born till I was this like, shit right there. Breastfeeded for like two years straight, dude. <laughs> All right, first tips for me. Real talk, dude. Fucking the movie Airplane. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, there's that one thing. I I think the first movie as a young child I tried to jerk off to because I had airplane on VHS tape and there's one scene where everything's hectic inside the cabin and there's just like some titty running across the screen and these big flopping fucking dongers dude but also and the same directors who did airplane did Kentucky Fried Movie and they had this whole segment and like it was just tits rubbing against this glass. Man, we really went off the rails on this one. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should market this episode as like VH Quest Triple X, like too hot for the internet or something <laughs> like that. Like <laughs> Okay. So, uh, I think I already kind of gave my boobs uh up. Um okay, those were all very good, very memorable boobs, guys. Thank you for sharing. Um <laughs> my next, this, this can boobs, go ahead and segue into like I think they go hand in hand. We all had them. Our first, uh, and this kind of goes into like my multiple, my multiple rentals. Like for me, the multiple rentals were because of this. My first uh, movie crushes, and I'll start since I'm just here. Um, it's really easy. It was uh, Thora Birch in Monkey Trouble, um, and she and Christina Ricci as Wednesday Adams. But I remember I made my mom rent Monkey Trouble every time we went to the fucking video store because I want to see Thora Birch, who was the girl from uh, Ghost World and um the daughter kevin spacey's daughter in uh american beauty i believe but uh oh, yeah I had, okay. yeah yeah i also had a crush on 
the girl from Waterworld who was in Napoleon Dynamite is the girl he ends up dating. Um, and Nola, her name was in Waterworld. Uh, so those are my first kind of brushes on the movies. Alex Mack, too, probably. But I don't think <laughs> no, we, uh, we know how it went, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say, well, I, man, I would say that my first crush, again, that I can at least remember, which, I mean, I don't know, for better or for worse, was definitely Natalie Portman, and specifically in Star Wars Episode Two. Ooh. Because okay. episode one, I was... Oh, Monkey Trouble. There it is. Oh, oh that's yeah. Monkey Trouble. Okay, Nick yeah. just pulled it up on, on his uh, computer. I totally remember that. I had that on VHS. Yeah. I, I would definitely... I mean, I would say that the first one I can remember, at least, was Natalie Portman from episode two. And I, rem- I remember... I, man, it was so sad. I was so sad as a kid. I remember, like, having these, like, daydreams that she would, like come over not like not like in any like way past that but just like man like what if natalie portman like knocked on our door and like was like hey i want to hang out with you it's like oh that'd be so cool and like that was what i like that was my like daydream i definitely my my natalie portman crush was probably the professional but like she was much younger than that i was young i was still her age in that movie that's kind of a darker movie too like (laughs) oh yeah i was just like damn she's like in this crazy dire situation and she's like so I have like the biggest crush. She's the cutest, and she's badass. Like she wants to like, hold her gun and stuff. It does something for you. All right, uh, who's next, Mike or Nick? What do you? Who wants to? Okay, well, Mike. Mike, what do you got for us? Dude, real talk. I mean, we already went over fucking fast times at Ridgemont High, or actually, oh, yeah. fast times for me at Jismont High. I'll say, <laughs> I'll say a real talk, dude. <laughs> We I mean, I tried out. to bring up that car song, like, bam, bam, bam. Again. Oh, my God, yeah. Moving moving in stereo. One bam, of my favorite car songs. Bam. Yeah. bam. And she comes yeah. out, and her kids, she's like, you know how much I love you. Dude, that shit, real talk, with fucking Phoebe Cates, like, dude, I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you're yeah, a child, like, a young man, and your dad is like, watch this movie and then you watch the movie and she comes out and she's like taking her top off and then you actually see her fucking titties that ruined my life in a good way dude it was like oh come on come on and then she actually pulls her tits out it's like like i think everybody every young man that just like like for me that movie like Ruined my life. Like, I mean, it's like an atomic good, bomb like, going off in your brain, basically. Just that dude, whole it's white just out. like, yeah, it was a wow. bomb going up. It's like she has her bra and then she's just like, but then she takes it off and then you see fucking, you see the nip, underneath? Just, oh, oh, oh my God. Like, that blew my fucking mind. That movie. But I will say, I'm probably going to agree with Nick maybe on this one that I always feel like a Phoebe Cates fan. But I will say I do subscribe a little bit more to a similar person, Jennifer Conley. Jennifer Conley, she's my one. All right, Jennifer Conley. That means Nick, you gotta get original and you can't say it. She's taken. Gotta go with the Labyrinth Gal, fucking phenomenal. Jennifer Conley. Now you gotta get creative. Nick, who is your not Jennifer Conley crush? (laughs) Yeah, Nick, no Jennifer Conley. What do you got? I mean. Um, I got two right off the bat. I got Ali Shtidi. Pull up a picture. Ali, I've heard the name. What, what was he in? Know. 
Uh, this is her in War Games. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl, yeah. she's a really sweetheart. Dude, really cool. Yeah. The other one I really liked as a kid is Lynn Holly Johnson, who's also in a James Bond movie. But this is mm. her in The Watcher in the Woods, which I love. Um, Do you have that on VHS, Nick? Yeah. Okay, good. One of my favorites. But yeah, those are my okay. two. Uh, excluding Jennifer Connelly, those are my two. Okay. Yeah, you Very can't funny. take it because I already did. So sorry. <laughs> it's okay. There's plenty of like you know beautiful sweethearts to go around here. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I will kind of just to end this kind of romance, uh, kind of <laughs> romantic topics. My girlfriend also said that I should mention um, if I don't really have any. Remember, we all kind of went on those awkward dates where we went to the movies when we were kids, and like our kids like drove or our parents like drove us there and picked us up or whatever. I don't know, maybe. You guys didn't have that, but um, um, like just kind of like maybe date movies that were memorable or were bad or for whatever reason like are, are worth mentioning. I remember the girl I, I went I went to see Orange County. Like I said, Antichrist, and um, what was the other one? Orange County. Antichrist. Oh yeah, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Those are the three that I remember, like going to the movie theater and like meeting a girl. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, that's it. Date movies when you were younger. I still, I just can't believe that you, you like brought somebody to a Lars von Trier movie, thinking that I, it was gonna be like a totally. I think we both agreed that we wanted to see it though. Was the thing like we both kind of knew that it was gonna be fucked up, and we were like, yeah, I want to check that out. And it was fucked up. But honestly, I remember it being like, I didn't. It was not on me because it was like there was all. I, I can't remember. It might have even been her idea. So my hands were completely clean. Um, I was just like, wow, that was totally fucked up. Um, do any of you guys have like memorable like uh, movie going date, dating experiences that like are are worth a mention? I think if I remember correctly, the first movie that I, I went on a date with, which also may have been my first like date, which was a group date because when you're younger, you know, like yeah. your parents make you go on a group date. But I'm pretty sure it was uh, The Blind Side. Oh, okay, yeah. With Sandra Bullock. Um, I, which, as, as sad as that kind of is, but not really, but kind of. I just, I also remember that that was the first movie where I, I did the whole, like, sh- like hand oh, over the yeah. move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was in ninth grade. And so before that, like, again, late bloomer, me personally. And did you get, uh, yeah. Did you get, and she allowed it. And she allowed it, yeah. Okay. And the whole thing. Has anyone ever tried to go for that, like, around the shoulder move and, like, been rejected where they were like, no. Like, where they just, like, put that back. <laughs> oh, have, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, really? Man. Ben's raising his hand. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> oh, my man. first day, I had the over the shoulder, and it, it worked. No, it worked. Like, that was, a, it worked. It, okay. I think it was my second. I, I, you know, who knows, like, what. Different girl? You got two cocky. I, I did. It was, like, man, it, it definitely wasn't high school. And it was definitely at a movie, and I remember. I, I like, this remember, is this is a piece of cake. I and I was so just like it was like a, a couple of dates in, or not even a couple of dates, but like a hangout, a hangout, and then like a one-on-one. That uh-huh. and I asked them, and looking back on it now, I'm pretty sure that they just said yes in the sense of hoping that it was like a friend thing, but felt bad about saying it. But I definitely tried to to do the arm over the shoulder. And as I was going for it, without saying a single word, no words were spoken, she just very, very far leans away. Oh my God, no. 
like, oh, like uh, awkwardly far and awkwardly slow, just like uh uh-uh, uh, uh-uh, to a point that is the like, word. I, couldn't, I couldn't even get my arm over. Oh my God, you're still going for it. I was still like, oh. seats away. Well, and I, I was like, um, uh, 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 and you're just like, just you're, you're committed. Like you've already got your arm going. Like I can't, I can't, I can't undo this. Like come on. I was and going just like, for it. And that means that she she leaned so hard that she like leaned into the armrest. Right. She's like hanging out with the other guy next to her. <laughs> yeah. He thought that she was like into him. <laughs> Man. It was. I'm sorry. Ben, I'm sorry. No, no, it's nothing to be sorry about. That's it was just a fact. That just happened. All right. I think that, that brings us all the way back to, to Mike date movies. Come on, you went to the movies, you were on a date. Let's hear about it. Fuck, dude. I got I mean, dude, mine's, like, pretty much polar opposite. It's not, like, uh, I was on a date with a girl, and we went and saw the movie Zootopia. (laughs) Dude, dude, shit got fucking heated, yo. Like, I mean, I don't really want to, like, talk too deep in, like, sexuality with this fucking... Heated in a good way? Dude, this girl went down on me, dude, in the theater. When you go to a Zootopia showing of, like, Pixar, if, of the Pixar movie Zootopia, no one's in that theater. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're we lying, were in dude. there alone, and it got fucking heated, dog. And next thing I knew, dude, I mean, I hate to say it, but shit, dude, we were doing fucking sexual positions in that theater, dude. <laughs> it was getting fucking <laughs> heated, man. Dude? We were having sex in the theater. It's the only time I've ever had that. I don't think any of us were ready for this answer. No. <laughs> Me and Mackenzie. I thought I was ready about COVID, but I don't know. Ben, what? COVID's what, the least of our ben? worries. I was me and Mackenzie like literally just watched Zootopia. I don't think that either one of us were like, oh man, that fox and rabbit, dude. I kind of went all out. I'm trying to like go. I was like, I know. There's like time. I mean, hold on. I have to. I have to paint this picture for the listeners here. The entire time we've been telling our dates, Mike's just kind of been sat back with his arms crossed, this like kind of smirk on his face, just kind of like. And I'm like, he doesn't have one, or he's not interested. I don't know what it is, but it comes around no, to him. Keeping, and no, it's I'm because he had my, the fucking my... best one. <sighs> wow. I'm trying to keep myself muted. I feel like I talk too much. So. <laughs> no, I like that. Like, well, for me, it was just like your 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 fucking answer was so fucking explosive. Like, you're just like you're like watching us talk and just being like, you guys are fucking amateur hour over here. Oh, just waiting for it. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna have to wrap it up for the rest of the night. Uh, I think that we're gonna go into a part two. We got some more cool games to play. Um, but uh, thank you so much, Nick. Thank you so much, Mike, Andrew. I'm super happy that we got to see you again. Um, it's always a pleasure to just have you on. It's always a pleasure to see you. Um, Likewise. I hope Portland's doing good for you. I hope that you're staying safe. And uh, to all of our listeners, uh, get ready for a uh, part two of uh, this amazing episode with Andrew Peru. Thank Ooh, you guys. There you go. Part two with Andrew Peru. <laughs> All right, video voice, thank you so much for listening to another episode of VH Quest, where we quest for the best VHS. Our theme music is done by Will Paulson. 
Our cover art is done by Chris Holsizer. Our technical operator is CJ Williamson. We are brought to you by Seattle's first podcast network, Party Fish Media. You can find us on Instagram at VHQuestPod or shoot us an email with what you've been questing for at VHQuestPod at gmail.com. And from me, Ben Scott, and my co-host Mike Graves and Nick Dudley, and from all of us here at VH Quest, keep on questing. Party Fish Media. Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.